Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I am your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with co-host Dr. Chris Demzar. Happy Saturday, everybody. It is. And we're happy to be on WBT today. We are sharing some incredible news on how to heal yourself from energy. We've been doing an entire energy series for you guys. And we've been getting some great feedbacks, good comments. The entire ebook has been downloaded over a hundred different times just since last week. The entire thing is here, guys. Look at this. Pages upon pages upon pages of data, and it's yours for free. Now, some of you have been saying, I didn't get the ebook. Okay, well, text over again. We had some issues with our system, and emails weren't working. So if you didn't get it, 704-906-2094. Text your name and email. If you're like, what? I, I'm just hopping on. I didn't even know you were doing an energy series. Mm. Okay, guess what? This is your last chance, guys. Today is the last Saturday to grab this ebook for free. Yep. Why? What are we doing next Saturday? Yeah, we've got our energy webinar. The entire energy webinar is next Saturday. So today is your last chance to get this for free and to join us for the energy webinar that we're hosting, how to solve your energy, get rid of chronic fatigue, get rid of adrenal fatigue, to, to restore your batteries the right way so you have so much energy you can yep. give it away. That's right. 704-906-2094. Here's the ebook. It's yours free. You have to text. Thank you. Look at that. They're texting it already. You have to text your name and your email. Even last week, you know what we got? Ebook. Okay, that's mm-hmm. great, but what, how, what's your name and your email? I had somebody say, hey, I was listening to the, the Ask Dr. Ernst show. I heard it was all about energy. I'd like the ebook. You spent all that time to text that. Spent all that energy. But you didn't send us the most important name and email. So, Dr. Chris, we're now three episodes deep into restoring energy. Um, today is a fun one. Yeah, Could definitely. you be toxic fatigued? Yep. So we talked about mitochondrial fatigue. That's right. We talked about neurological fatigue. Yep. We talked about gastric fatigue, mm-hmm. microbiome dysfunctions. Here's the final fatigue, toxicological fatigue. Yep. And we're going to break today's show into three categories. You might be taking a medication for your condition that's causing fatigue. You might be exposed to chemicals that are causing fatigue or you might be metallically toxic 
So like mercury and lead, we've talked about this with every episode we do, how metals can cause fatigue. That's right. So today's Ask Dr. Ernst Hour is on fixing your toxicological fatigue. Yep. Hey, real quick, let's give a refresher. How does the human body actually make energy? Like, what does it do to do that? Yeah, well, we've got these super awesome pieces in our cell called mitochondria, and the mitochondria take and utilize a bunch of different energy sources to create this adenosine triphosphate molecule that is that's called the atp molecule that is the energy molecule of our body and your body uses atp for every cellular process yes. to then just to drive those processes forward right so you don't work without atp so it's uh the food i eat yep gets turned into fats proteins and carbs that's right sugars and with oxygen and water yep these mitochondria make energy that's right that's the most efficient way that your body can make energy there's a few different ways but ideally you want to use that pathway right now that here's pathway. something and this might be new for you i did a research study and found out watch this one glucose molecule produces 30 to 38 atp molecules if healthy now watch this one amino acid, which is an individual protein, yep. produces 14 molecules mm. of energy. So sugar's gonna give you more bang for your buck than protein, but now ready for this? One fatty acid molecule gives you 100 wow. ATP. So watch this, guys. Fats give you more energy than sugar, which gives you more energy than protein. Now when most people are tired, what do they run for? Oh gosh, that quick fix, right? Of a carbohydrate, some sort of salty, sweet snack, yep. right? What you should run for are olives and avocados and butter and coconut oil. Like imagine, imagine the weird world where someone's like, man, I'm so tired, and they lug a tablespoon of yeah. coconut oil. That's what we do right. because we know fats are 100, carbs are 30 to 38, and proteins are 14. Did right. you hear that? That's insane, guys. If you didn't know that, that's why you're struggling for yeah. your energy. And, and real quick, quick side note. Do you guys realize that the food that you're intaking is dictating the specific pathway of energy that you're going to utilize? So if you're constantly taking in sugars and carbs and those quick fixes, your body's going to become conditioned to say, well, hey, we'll just, we're really good at using these sugars. Yes. And then there could be a really toxic byproduct from that. And we, and we see that all the time where we're leading to people that are, you know, we've talked about this before on other shows with diabetes and cholesterol and other, and other health issues. All, all the because free of radical that, species that are yes. produced from the waste of this. And right. watch this. If you're so used to eating sugar, but you do go low sugar, doesn't your body make its own sugar because it's so used mm, to sugar? So right. it rips your muscles apart. Yep. You have stored sugar in your liver. So even though you're like, oh, I've been doing a low carb diet for two weeks. Yeah, you had enough sugar in you for two months. That's right. So can you see it's the, it's the conditioned pathway. So if your pathway is conditioned to say, well, huh, we'll just use sugar all the time. That's what we're best at using. That's what my body's best at using. Of course, that's what you're going to naturally gravitate towards. Yes. So you've got to break that cycle and recognize, hey, there's a better source of energy out there that's healthier for my body to utilize. I'm going to be reconditioned to utilize this fat pathway. It's going to give me more energy and it's going to be less toxic in the long run. So how do I do that? How do I recondition my metabolism to switch from sugars to fats? Yeah. What do I have to do for that? Yeah, well, it just starts with the intake of food. So, that, so <laughs> we'll start with what you're actually so putting you're into your body. Stop eating carbohydrates. Yep. It takes 14 days for the switch to take place because most of you store 14 days of sugar and eat mostly fats and proteins instead. That's right. And my body will be trained to burn these things. That's right. So it's called a metabolic switch. Love that. Okay, Love that. so toxins 
could potentially then interfere with this mitochondrial engine we have, correct? Absolutely. And how, like, how likely do you think this is? Like, do you think it's that every single person is dealing with this or just a few people? Well, and so let me ask you guys this for the listeners. Do you think it's possible to avoid all the toxins that are out there in the world right now? Dr. Ernst, what do you think? No, no. Yeah, absolutely. Especially metal toxins because right. they're in everything. That's right. Yeah, it's almost impossible to avoid uh, any metal toxicities in today's day and age, especially with the widespread use of technological applications and, yep. and computers. So it's 100% necessary that these metals are in the products that we're around every day. And so we're constantly being exposed, right? They're, they're in the air. They're on the things that we're touching. And it's almost unavoidable at this point. And I know what everybody's thinking, right? Well, how am I going to know what the toxins are? Okay, you see this page right here? I don't know. I'm holding up the camera. Yeah, they can see it. They can see it. There's the page, guys. It says at the top, chronic fatigue syndrome, toxicity cause. And it says, these are the most common toxins affecting your energy level. And here's how you get them out of your body. So if you want an exhaustive list, here's your ebook, 704906 It's free. We'll send it straight to you, but you have to call or send us your name and your email. Yep. Exactly. So, um, like, where are these things? Like, if I'm going to say, how would I get exposed yep. to metal? How does right. metal get in my body? Yep. And that's that's kind of the first piece of the puzzle, right? We have to talk about that there's an exposure piece. So we have to accumulate these metals for them to even have this negative impact on our body. Yep. But then on the backside, we've got to be able to detox or eliminate them so that they're not wreaking havoc and causing a change in the normal processes of our own physiology. Yes. Right. So our body can still work appropriately because we're able to get rid of these toxicities. So on the front end, yes. How do we get exposed? Well, it's coming from a lot of the industrial wastes in medicine. It's from it's in the air, right? That was one of the things we mentioned before. In your water supply, do you guys realize how toxic a lot of the water, even locally here in the greater Charlotte Ugh. area, can be? Don't even oh my start goodness. on that. We did a whole show about how yeah. dangerous the water in Charlotte is. Yep. But isn't isn't there day-to-day products I'm using that I might not think have metal in them that I'm being exposed to? Yeah. Yeah, even some of the foods that you guys are eating, the vaccines that you've gotten, uh, a lot of the any certain paints that you're exposed to still have metals in them. And then you know there's a lot of a lot of the, the the basic products that you're putting and using on your body: shampoos, conditioners, yep. deodorants, other hand so let's, soaps. So let's do this, guys. They're all in the ebook, but we're gonna tease you: top three metals that you're exposed to every day that shut down and rob your energy. Number one is arsenic. Now I know what you're thinking, right? I thought arsenic was something that you dealt with in like the 1800s. Yeah. Like you remember you watch those old crime shows, Murdoch Mysteries, uh, Downton Abbey. What are some other old shows like like periodish shows? You know, like um, the Parapalace. If you yeah, you were you were asking the wrong person that question. (laughs) I'm glad you know. If you watch these shows, a lot of the times they're gonna have some sort of oh my god, this guy died because of arsenic poisoning. Yep. And you'd be like, what? Okay, so they're trying to remove arsenic. It's like rat poisoning, basically. Trying to remove it from everything. But, listen to this. According to a recent study, 4 million Americans are in hospitals because of arsenic poisoning. Now, where does arsenic come from? Because it's really unique. Like, where do we yep. get it? Yeah. And the, the thing is, is it's almost always found in the water that you drink, or now watch this, in cheap protein powders. Now, rice, mm. rice is used in a lot of vegan protein powders, and yep. rice naturally has a higher than normal occurring arsenic level. So if you're concentrating rice down into its individual proteins, then you concentrate the arsenic because it doesn't wash out. You can't just like rinse arsenic off. Right. So you get these things in high concentrations in very cheap protein products. 
and in contaminated water, which we know the United States is contaminated. So what does arsenic do though? Like why is it so dangerous? Yeah, so the biggest reason that arsenic, arsenic is super toxic to our bodies as humans is that it reduces the ability of specific essential enzymes within our body to produce energy. And, and those so, are in the mitochondria. Yeah, those are directly in the mitochondria. So what is a direct effect of that gonna be? It's gonna increase the fatigue that people have. Because right? we can't make energy. So That's here right. I am, I've got a small amount of arsenic in my body. I eat one gram of sugar and I get 14 instead of 38. Right. Or I eat the fats. You told me to eat the fats. I ate them. It didn't work because you're only getting 40 instead of 100. Okay, so it can shut off mitochondrial function. How would someone know? Like, what would be a, a way of me waking up and being like, man, ugh, I feel like I have arsenic you know, toxicity, not poisoning, yep. but arsenic toxicity? Yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of like, it's gonna be a bunch of symptoms that you might think are like, oh, well, this could relate to one thing or something else could relate to another, but then you start putting it together and you're like, wait, these are being caused by the same thing. So you think about things like muscle weakness, major headaches and confusion. It could lead to, you're gonna be fatigued, right? We already talked about that one, um, but as it gets more serious, it'll lead to seizures. So now you're trying to connect this muscle weakness, the this fatigue, these seizures yes. because of the neurological implications from the arsenic poisoning and not being able to detox appropriately from it. And so that, those are the things that you have to start putting together to be like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And one of the reasons that you know arsenic is, yes, there's this neurological component, but I think what a lot of people don't realize is that it's going to directly affect your muscles and the muscle fibers too, which is going to lead to even further fatigue, more fatigue. So now we're not only affecting the mitochondria within the cells, we're not only affecting the neurological pathways, which is gonna stimulate the fatigue, but we're also affecting the muscles as well. Because with fatigue comes weakness. Yes. I can't seem to like, you know, I could do 100 pound push up pull-ups, but I can't, I used to bench 350, now I can only mm -hmm. do 100. Am I just getting older? No, you could be arsenic toxic. Right, or it could even be simple things like, oh my gosh, you used to be able to just stand up out of this chair, no problem, and now what happened? Pick up your I'm kids so with sore. no back pain. That's right. Okay, so listen, arsenic is very prevalent in the global panels we run with arsenic levels being high. Now here's a big one, okay? Yep. This guy starts with an A, does like arsenic, but it's in everything. And when I say everything, I mean like even food has this stuff in it. We had a patient the other day who was showing me a, a supplement they were taking, and it actually had this metal really? in the supplement oh my as an aluminum sulfate. And then the deodorants that we use have yep. aluminum, tetrahydra, zirchromia, whatever, yep. antiperspirant. And then the baking soda that we use in like cleaning our house and that we put in our foods and our cookies and our cakes and our crackers, aluminum. And then the very pots and pans you cook on. Yep. So why is aluminum such a big issue? Like what does aluminum do? And and how much aluminum is the average American actually eating every day? Like yeah. it's ridiculous. It is crazy. It's crazy to think that the average American is consuming about seven to nine milligrams of toxic aluminum metals daily. Every day, daily. guys. And if you're like, no, this is definitely not me. Okay. Yeah. If you eat anything that is wrapped or packaged in a in a plastic you know, cardboard, whatever has a peel top lid, I guarantee you there's aluminum in there. Mm -hmm. And so here's, here's the really big thing about aluminum toxicity is, and where with the arsenic, let's say the symptoms that come on a little bit more quickly. So you're like, oh my gosh, I can tell something's off. I might need to do some sort of a detox. I might need to get rid of some heavy metals in my body. With aluminum, you may not realize that at first, right? It's something that's going to accumulate over long periods of time. And yeah, a lot so of the, I could be using my deodorant since I was 10. That's, that's right. And it might be 40, 50, 60 years. And you're like, no, that, it, it didn't cause any problems. What are you guys talking about? But here's the thing. The new research is coming out, guys. It's showing that the aluminum poisoning is slowly leading to dementia 
an older age. So and, Alzheimer's and Alzheimer's obviously decline, other, other Parkinson's neurodegenerative diseases, right? Yes. And so that's not something that you can do. So do you guys see what I'm, what we're getting at? Using something from when you were a kid all the way up to, you know, once we start getting into uh, the, the, the second half of our lifespan, I'll call it, that we have to be able to make that, that connection and be able to see the distinction Correct. and say, yes, wow, look at something we did from a, from a long time ago is accumulated to a high enough level of toxicity that's leading to these problems now. So watch this, ready? What are the symptoms of aluminum toxicity? Yeah. Fatigue. Yep. Muscle, muscle weakness. weakness, numbness and tingling. Does yep. it sound a lot like arsenic? Because metals do the same thing. They shut down mitochondrial function. They make you inefficient in energy production. And the effect is I'm tired and I'm weak and I can't remember things. Yep. Now, how many of you have had that? Like, uh, it's because I was working out real hard. No, it's because I'm so stressed. I have two kids and they're um, four kids. I'm losing my mind. That's why I'm tired. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. Yeah. Let me just real quick with the whole like working out and being tired. Technically, working out should be an upper for you. That's what I'm saying. Your energy it should be like, woo, I'm ready yes. to go. Let's go lift you some more. You shouldn't be tired by working That's out. That's right. There could be like an acute level of muscle fatigue and soreness that then should go away. Right. And that should only be lasting, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 seconds up to a minute. And then that yep. should go. And then you should be ready to do whatever the next set is, the next exercise is. If you're like, I went and did a workout, but I'm just gassed and I'm done the rest of the day. Uh-uh. There's something yeah. else going on. Promise now, you guys. And here's the thing. Those are the initial symptoms that happen 40 years later. Did you hear me? The initial symptoms of aluminum toxicity show up years later. Right. But now watch. Because most people go, well, I'll go see a doctor. Now we're taking medications to deal with the fatigue and the sleepless nights and the muscle weakness, and the aluminum is still there wreaking havoc. So watch this. Cardiac complications, liver dysfunction, bowel dysfunctions, neurodegeneration starts kicking in, and I doubt that grandparent who has their kids, oh, I'm so worried about you know Grandpa Joe, he can't remember anything. We gotta take him to a nerve specialist, a neurologist. He's taking his Alzheimer's pills. We're so worried about him. He's running around the house without even knowing who he is. He's not wearing yep. pants. That is aluminum toxicity, long-standing. And here's the crazy thing, guys, right? So you go to get medications for some of these long-standing symptoms that Dr. Ernst is describing. And so you start chasing those symptoms, but what is the aluminum toxicity even doing in your body, right? So here we go. Aluminum toxicity is going to inhibit glutathione production. That's huge. Which is a lot. So huge. glutathione, extremely important antioxidant that's going to help to lower that free radical damage within your body. We all know free radicals are a bad thing. We don't want them in our body. And so we need glutathione to help lower those levels. When we have toxic levels of aluminum, it lowers the amount of glutathione that we have actively yep. available to do its job. And so that's going to allow the free radicals to do what? Increase tremendously to great amounts. It's way too high for our body to be able to, now, to here's, deal with. Here's something else. We know this, but I doubt you know this. Aluminum blocks iron from being within the mitochondria, and you can't make energy without iron and oxygen. That's right. So therefore, you get this immense amount of rust. Yes that's around the mitochondria because it can't get in there. It, it sucks the iron out of the mitochondria and brings it outside the cell. And the mitochondria themselves become oxidized and they rust. And now you have that diagnostic condition we talked about two shows ago, mitochondrial metabolic yep. disease. And guess what? There's no pill for this, but right. the fix is you just gotta get the metals out. That's right. And so 
then, but you guys might be going, well, you guys were talking about dementia and all these other neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah, the high levels of free radicals are going to lead to damage to your nervous system. And the metals themselves are neurotoxic. That's right. Okay, third one, we've got about two and a half minutes, thallium. Now, here's the thing about thallium, guys. It is everywhere. And there was a 2006 study that said even your vegetables, like cabbage and cauliflower, kale and broccoli, yeah, all the these things ones. that are healthy are super high in thallium. Why? It is unfortunately a byproduct of burning coal for energy. The ash that's left over is extremely high in thallium. And a lot of these coal plants that are really old, like think about this, how long have we been burning coal for energy to make electricity? Oh gosh, hundreds of years. Since electricity was founded, like if you can even find it, but you know what I mean? Like we commercialized electricity created the energy plants, made people buy electricity, yep. and it started with coal. So we're talking like hundreds of years old. And a lot of the coal-burning plants are hundreds of years old. And they have cracks in their basins, all the ash waste. Like, think about it. You take a piece of wood and you burn it. There's charcoal left over. Ash. So what do you do with it all? Well, you, you bury gotta it. bury it in the ground. Well, then it goes and leaches, and the metals in the coal, the thallium, can get into the water supply. Plus, all the residue of the smoke of burning coal puts the metals in the air, and then guess what? It precipitates down as rain, and it gets everywhere. Now, here's the thing. They know that thallium shuts off ATP production because it stops a specific reaction and you get these highly reactive oxidative species, it decreases the levels of dopamine and serotonin in the brain, and that leads to what? It's gonna lead to all Anxiety, sorts of things. Yep. Neurodegenerative diseases. And I'm telling you right now, guys. Long-term Parkinson's. This. The number one prescribed prescription drug in the US today is no longer for your heart, it's no longer for your thyroid, it's for depression and anxiety. SSRIs, Wellbutrin, Xanax, Zoloft, all these things, they actually cause fatigue. Ah, did you hear that? We're going to come back from our commercial break and talk about not just metals, but the medications that you're taking are causing fatigue. And listen, this is your opportunity. We got 38 seconds before this commercial's coming on the door. It's like a tiger about to pounce <laughs> on us. We can hear it. You hear it? I hear it. <laughs> Call 704-906-2094 or text your name and email. The ebook is yours for free all the metals, even the tests that you can do. Cause I know what you're thinking. How do I find out if I have the metals? Ebook, how do I get rid of the metals? Ebook, what am I supposed to do to heal? That's the webinar. Do you see it? Next Saturday guys, 10 a.m. in the morning, it's the 13th of August, 704-906-2094. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm Dr. Aaron Ernst, this is Dr. Chris Demzar. We will be right back. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. Welcome back. And thanks for tuning in to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm your co-host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, along with co-host Dr. Dr. Chris Demzar. Ooh, we almost jinxed Almost. Him. Almost together. And uh, hey, it's the show where pounds are shed. Disease is dead and where you can be set free from your health problems. We're discussing energy as a third part to our series we've been doing this for the last three weeks now and today is could i be toxic and that's why i'm so tired get Absolutely. it toxic tired tease i don't know i was trying for something anyway 
At the top of the hour, we discussed how you're being exposed to over 80,000 known chemical toxins, and it's robbing the life out of your mitochondria, which are the small cells within your cells that make energy. That's right. And we discussed the top three chemical toxins that are metallic-based. That's arsenic, aluminum, and thallium. And if you're going like, gosh, you know, I missed that. I was tuned into another station listening to Beyonce and, uh, I don't know, Jay-Z and who else? Uh, what are some uh, of the other uh, Florida, artists? Florida today? Georgia Line. Well, now you're throwing on country, some country. Though. Keith Urban, Kenny Chesney. Or maybe you're over there in the, uh, I don't even know this, the rap world, right? No, that's dance, isn't it? Anyway, you're tuning around stations. You land on WBT. You're like, wow, energy. I want to fix it. You grab this ebook right now, 704-906-2094. It's the call line that we've been using for 15 years. You guys should have this memorized. 704-906-2094. Call or text your name and email. The ebook is free. It has everything. Listen to this. Listen to what's in here. Okay, again, while you guys are texting in, 704-906-2094. The invisible disease, chronic fatigue. Mm. Ooh, that's deep. So what undiagnosed. causes chronic fatigue? The neurological cause. We talk about subluxations, your spine being alignment. Look at this, guys. We got everything. All the diagrams, all the graphs. Watch this. This is great. How to read an x-ray and find out if your neck is out of alignment or if your back is out of alignment, causing your fatigue, making your adrenal glands shut down. What's next? Dr. Chris, tell me about this one. Look at this. The effects wow. of your atlas misalignments yeah. on everything. Right. Getting into Look the vagal system. The digestive the, system. Yep. Metabolic. How about, energy wasting. How about this one? Ready? Yep. Cellular energy causing Meaning chronic fatigue. Mitochondria, everything we talked about. We'll keep going. Let's keep going. What about this one? There's yep. your mitochondrial regeneration diet. That's right. So the things that you guys can eat right now to be able to help regenerate your mitochondria. Here's our entire show today. The toxic Toxicity. cause. Mm -hmm. The most common toxins affecting your energy levels and how you need to detox them. Even tests that'll show your toxicity levels. Hey, hey, I want to get this book. How do I get this? Yeah. All you guys got to do is text your name and email to 704-906-2094. Now watch this. Free. What's that one? Dietary causes. Oh, the dietary causes. causes. Did you know that a Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin pie donut has 42 ingredients? Ugh. And, and of how many of them are actually food? Listen to this. Aluminum is in a Dunkin' Donuts donut. We talked about that earlier. Watch this. Sodium acid pyrophosphate casein yellow number six carrageenan poly polyene polypropylene glycol. Yeah, if you don't know these, yeah. they cause cancer, Alzheimer's, and decreased liver kidney function. Now look at this. An organic gluten-free donut that you make has 12 ingredients. What do you think takes more energy, 42 ingredients or 12 My to gosh. digest and break apart? Well, and considering that they're not even really ingredients, they're chemicals. Like they should, I don't even, I feel like those shouldn't even be classified as ingredients no. because those well, are not food ingredients, which what is what they, we think of the ingredient they, list ooh, being. What if they did this? What if the ingredients was broken down into categories, real ingredients, fake ingredients? Just saying. We've got a list of your top 20 fatigue-fighting foods. That's fun to get. How do you get them again? 704-906-2094. We did this last week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. The, the four adrenal faces. fatigue show. Yep. And adrenal the four, burnout. The four faces of fatigue. And then watch this. How to know if your tests, when you get them done, remember we said, guys, it's all in here. We talked about this last week. Is your cortisol high or low? Is your DHEA high or low? What are the symptoms? And then the best part of it all, all the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients you need for your mitochondria to turn on. There you go, 704-906-2094. Love it. And listen, look, it's happening right now. 
Yes. Okay, I don't know who this is because you didn't give us your name and you didn't give us your email. Please, I want the ebook is what it says. You can have it, but you got to text us back 704-906-2094. Do it. Okay, we talked about thallium. We talked about aluminum. We talked about arsenic. Yep. We talked about the mitochondria. What are some other things I'm swallowing that's robbing me from my energy? Yeah. And well, you hinted at this at the, the, the top of the show, um, but the medications that people are taking, super toxic. And, and this isn't just prescriptive, okay? Right. Over-the-counter like OTCs, people. And let's think, what's the most commonly famous over-the-counter drug that makes you tired when you take it? Do you know what it is? Okay, it's, it's uh, like I a don't. five-year-old could buy this. Outside of like Tylenol. Well, no. This, that's that's thing, not going to make them... Benadryl okay. is an antihistamine that a lot of people take because of having an allergic reaction or having allergies, right? Yes. Some people do admit, and I'll say this just because we work with a lot of people, you know, I kind of slip my kids a Benadryl every night right, because I want sleep. them to go to sleep. So no. The side effect is drowsiness and fatigue. So that's just one minor, minor example. And that's an over-the-counter drug. Now let's talk about the big boys. What are the big boys that cause, you know, fatigue and and uh, muscle weakness and things like that. Yeah. So these are the ones you go to your doctor for. Yep. Yep. So these are your muscle relaxers. How many of you guys have been prescribed a muscle relaxer? My God. You know how many people go to oh. their doctor and get a muscle relaxer? That's it's so classic. Pain so pills common. And muscle relaxers. Yep. So what are these things? Yeah. Give so us some examples. Yeah. So these are things like big big words, guys. But your uh, like cyclobenzaprine. That's flexoril. 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 Right. You can get. Uh, Carisoprodol, which is Soma, Good or Xanaflex, which is Tizanidine. Tizanidine. Woo! And how they come up with the names for half these medications, they're just like, I think they're sneezing, and they're like, that's a good one. Like, Tizanidine. You get it? <laughs> anyway. So, Xanaflex, Flexoril, Soma, these are very common prescribed muscle relaxers. Yeah. So, think about this. The job of them is to relax your body. Yes. Now, if you do it chemically, you're also going to relax your energy production, which is why you feel tired and sort of like at peace and ease. Right. So it's the number one most prescribed energy destroyer are the muscle relaxers. What's number two? Yeah, definitely the antidepressants, which are becoming the most prescribed medication Ridiculous. here in America. So, and there's there's so many of them. Like you guys thought there was there was a lot of muscle relaxers, there's way, way more antidepressants, sorry. So look at this list, the Trazodone, there's Lexapro, there's Prozac, Paxil, Celexa, Cymbalta, there's Effexor, Elevil, Pamelor, and the list just goes well, on and on and on. Right, so like, why are there so many antidepressants? Yeah. Why do we have so many different antidepressant drugs? Well, because it's such a big market for it. And as most of you are going, I'm losing my mind. I feel terrible, yep. I'm anxious, I'm stressed, I'm worried, I'm depressed, and that's all a sign of chronic fatigue, that's just right. so you guys know. That's right. So much fatigue going on, and instead of saying, hey, let's actually get to the root cause, figure out why you're tired in the first place, what might you be doing to then hold on to these toxicities so you're accumulating them over time and that is leading to your fatigue, you're going to your medical provider and they're saying, hey, we'll just change the antidepressant that you're on. Now, a little bit of a different dose, slightly different mechanism of action, and boom, off now you Now listen go. to this. 42% of people taking trazodone, which, you know, they don't really use as much anymore, but some people are still taking it, say the number one issue with taking it is they are tired. Wait a second. Okay, serotonin SSRIs like Luxapro, Selexa, Paxil, Prozac, the number one side effect is sleepiness, tiredness. 
all the SNRIs. These are a little more complicated. They're newer, the selective serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors. But these are the famous ones, Cymbalta, Effexor, Pamelor. What they do is they also cause drowsiness and fatigue. Yep. So the side effect of you trying to make your brain calm down is you calm down and you're tired and fatigued. Um, let's do this one because this is a big deal for a lot of people. Many of our listeners are taking these guys and they cause fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. So beta blockers. So first of all, what, what classification of medication typically is a beta blocker? Yeah. So it's used because it's going to help with, uh, it's, it's, oh, well, it's anything that ends in an LOL. So it's not laugh out loud guys. It's any medication <laughs> that ends in your, your LOL. But what do they prescribe? And for so typically? prescribed beta typically blocker? for blood pressure or helping prevent a heart attack. So something some related, some cardiovascular function typically. Um, and you know, it can help to control the heart rate and in patients with irregular heart rate, things like that. And this is the, the, here we go, right? Metoprolanols. The carvedolols, the bisprololols, the propanolols, the allolols. Right? All the lols. If it ends in allolol, O L O L, that's a beta blocker. Yeah. Now, what does this thing do? Like, why would I get so tired with this? Yeah. Well, it's already going to lower your heart rate, right? To help just try to get let your body relax. rest and relax and yes. recover from a cardiovascular standpoint. So similar to how a lot of the the antidepressant medications are going to get the neurotransmitters relaxed within your nervous system. This is doing the same thing, but from a heart standpoint. And so it's going to make the rest of you tired as well yes. as a byproduct. And you know, what's really interesting is we're talking about all these medications and how they have a direct effect on causing fatigue yes. by shutting down the mitochondrial function. Yes. But that doesn't, even, we're not even talking about and bringing into the fact, and I think we should bring this to light. There's a back end breakdown for all these medications. These medications, after they have their effect, which that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the effect. The medications then have to be broken down pharmacologically within your body to be eliminated. And where does that take place? And that's got to take place within your digestive system. That's got to take yes. place within your liver. Yep. And so, and then, and then certain things can be excreted by the kidneys or absorbed by, and, and, you know, wherever else into your body. And so there's a lot of other pathways that, that a lot oh, of these breakdowns are going to go. I see we're going That's this. going to lead to potentially more toxic buildup, which is going to lead to greater accumulation of all the same things that are already causing your fatigue. And and how much energy does it take to get something that's toxic and foreign out of you? That's right. More than Way more. natural. Way now, more. Now, here's the other thing. Did you know that some medications require your body to convert it into a secondary byproduct in order for the initial activation to take place? Well, in most medications, if you were just given the, the active part of yes. that medication, it would be toxic. Oh, it would kill you. And it would, yeah, you'd, you'd die. So, so they give you a precursor form. Yes. So, for example, and this happens a lot with chemotherapy drugs because, man, you want to talk Ooh, about like toxicity. Most toxic. so yeah, let's yeah. go all the way to the toxic ones, okay? Chemotherapy is like dropping a grenade in a room for rats. <laughs> you blew the whole room up and you killed the rats at the same time, okay? So, you have this drug that if you gave the active version directly to a person, they would die immediately. Right. So, they convert it into an inactive drug that the liver will convert into the active drug yes. and then you get the effect. And that happens a lot with medications, but some medications, they make the initial effect and then there's a byproduct, a waste product of the medication and right. your liver has to go, man, I gotta get rid of this and the kidneys and the digestive system and the bowels and the bile and that's energy guys. If you're not taking a medication, you're not wasting all your energy on trying to save your life from the side effects of the drugs and the drugs themselves. Do you get that? Absolutely. Hey, how many healthy people take medications? None that I know. And how many people on medications are healthy? None that I know. Boom. Sorry. 
but it's true. Going. Yeah, no, it's truly true. Okay, so yeah, so we were just chatting about the LOLs, the beta blockers, and how they're going to rob you of your energy because they're going to force your cardiovascular system to slow down, yes. thus making your energy production systems also slow down, right? So there's some energy being robbed, but we have to keep going. We've got things like, we can get into the narcotic pain side pills, of things I mean, and the pain God. pills and the benzodiazepines and all things that are going to help you to treat pain and insomnia and anxiety and anxiety. Right? Yep. So those are the things that are going to, again, they make you sleepy, robbing you of pain. So I'm going to make it real simple. If you're taking something prescriptive that you can only get from a pharmacy with the sheet of paper, which is no longer a sheet of paper, it's like electronic now. But if you, if you have to go pick it up because your doctor ordered it, I guarantee you, Fatigue and drowsiness and sleeplessness yep. and muscle weakness are a side effect. So is it possible that you're just tired because you're taking medications? Yes. Is it possible that you're tired because you're toxic from heavy metals? Yes. Is it possible that you're toxic because of pesticides, and herbicides, and fungicides, and household products? Yes. yes. But in our last eight minutes, we're going to talk about the two toxins that nobody talks about and how these things are so prevalent and they cause so much damage to your health and they're so misdiagnosed by conventional medicine yeah. that they put you on more pills to just deal with the fatigue and the anxiety and the muscle pain and the aches. These are biotoxins. Now I'm gonna say this again, biological toxins, living entities that can create toxic effects in the body, most commonly known as viruses, bacteria, and mold. Living things and of all three of them which is the most dangerous do i do i need to worry about viruses and bacteria no yeah, your body's designed well, to take care of them right the body's but designed the to be worst healthy, right? of the worst biotoxin yeah. ever is mold. mold absolutely so let's go through this okay how on earth do people get exposed to mold like how would i get mold in my body yeah i mean so mold is all over the place typically but it's in mostly in uh, you may be consuming it without even realizing it. it so could I can be eat it. So let's go products. through this. What foods are high in mold? Chocolate. Grows a lot of mold well, inside of it. It's going to say the big one. Coffee. Coffee. Oh, my God. Listen, if you're going to talk about like, uh, Dr. Ernest, I don't get exposed to mold. Do you drink coffee? You're exposed to mold. Unless you're buying a specific lab-certified mold-free coffee, and there's really only a few in the United States. Okay, you have to, you gotta be careful about this. We can do a whole show on mold if we want. Maybe we should, who knows? Yep. Okay, cheese that actually has mold in it, growing that you can see that you decide to eat. Like, I don't know, who came up with this? Hey, let's, uh, let's grow mold in this cheese and tell people it's blue cheese. <laughs> and then anything that is grain-based will grow mold in it. And now here's a fun fact, okay? Did you know if you pick up like a, like a whole loaf of bread, Yep. And there's some mold on this side of the bread. Mm. And you're like, flick, flick, flick. Oh, okay, we're no, good now. These are good. Yeah. And nope. Not. The roots of the mold are throughout the whole thing. Yeah. What you're looking at is the flower of the mold, the, the yellow or the green or the gray. Right. You know, seeds of the mold on the outside. And so, you know, my dad would always be like, oh, I just chuck those three away and eat the rest of it. I didn't know anything different. And guess what? Mold toxic. That's right. Okay. So here's the thing behind mold. They have the ability, these toxins from the mold, to get into your brain. And this is why this is so ridiculously insane. These mold toxins have the ability to get through the blood-brain barrier and go into your brain. Now watch this. Mold has been shown to disrupt the neurotransmitter production and the ability for neurotransmitters to actually bind to your neuroreceptors. 
So therefore, we see serotonin goes all over the place. Dopamine goes all over the place. And watch this. What would that be diagnosed as? Yeah, that'd be diagnosed as like a neurotransmitter, neurodegenerative disease. Or also things like anxiety and depression. And Got you, from you the symptom SSRI, standpoint. You yeah, yeah. With this. So what causes the anxiety and the depression is mold, mold. toxins. Now, medicine can say, well, your neurotransmitters are all over the place. So we're going to give them to you. That's the SSRIs, the benzodiazepines, but they're never going after the root cause, which is mold. I know this sounds crazy and insane, but mold is the number one toxin that many of you are dealing with. So Dr. Ernst, if people want to know if they have, or if they've been exposed to mold toxicity, if their body's dealing with mold at this very moment, how would they be able to do that? So really there's only one way. We can go off symptomatology and mold symptoms are chronic fatigue, tiredness, brain fog, forgetfulness, and then it starts to spill over into anxiety, depression, stuff like that. But the only way to truly know if you've been mold toxic is you have to get tested. There are ways that we can check certain molecules, these kind of uh, CD4, CD3 molecules that are basically complement proteins, and we can look at ratios of them to determine if you've been exposed recently mm. or chronic. Okay, there's a very specific pattern for this. Certain blood tests will come back and show a shift in CD3 and 4 one way, chronic exposure, or another way, acute exposure. The challenge is every single person I know of has been exposed to mold at some point in right. their life. Sure. Okay, when it rains here in Charlotte and it's over uh, 70 degrees and the humidity is over 40%, which is basically all the time, right. mold grows. And then what happens is the reason rain is such a big deal, all the rain droplets come down, boosh, they hit the stuff that the mold is growing on and the spores come out. You breathe them in, but then get this, your body is designed to deal with a certain amount of mold. But when you exceed the level of mold that your body can deal with, then it grows in you. Yep. And it can get in your intestines, it can get in your lungs, then it secretes what's known as mycotoxins. And there are specific mycotoxins that have actually been researched. So listen to this one. Mycotoxin orcatoxin A has been shown to be the leading mycotoxin behind fatigue because it decreases oxygenation. And what can't I make if I don't have oxygen? Can't make energy. Can't make those ATP molecules. I was right. going to say ADP. But those those that, are exist too. A, those are the precursors. Yes. We need it's also an alarm company, isn't it? ADT. ADT. ATP. Ugh. Anyway, ATP molecules can't be made. Number two, it actually shuts off your mitochondria. It like takes them and just squeezes the life out of them. And number three, it blocks and interferes with neurotransmitters. This is just one mycotoxin called orcatoxin A. Do you know how many mycotoxins there are? Oh, I'm sure there's hundreds, if not it's thousands. It's based upon which strain of mold. Right. And there are thousands of strains of mold, some more toxic than others. Black mold, famously the most toxic mold ever. If you see black mold growing in your house and it's pushing off spores in the air, toxic. Okay, so the challenge is this. These environmental toxins have been shown in studies to cause problems. As long as you read this to them. This is recent, 2019. What does it yep. say? Listen to this, guys. Listen to this, this study. That's right. So in 2019, a study reported that 39.4% of CFS patients, that's chronic fatigue syndrome patients, sampled reporting that their systems of being so tired, especially after doing something. So like they went and exercised, went for a walk, and they just were just wiped, gassed after that. Uh, they were that, that symptom, that experience was triggered because of a mold exposure. And watch this. They tested their urine. This is trans, This is like they're going to blow your mind. 
they tested these chronic fatigue syndrome patients and 93% of them had at least one mycotoxin in their urine and 30% of them had more than one. Did you hear that? 93% of fatigued individuals have a mycotoxin in their urine, which means it's in their body. I don't know if anybody's talking about this in the functional space or the holistic space, but I implore you, download this ebook. It has the yep. answers you're looking for with fatigue. How do they do that? How do they get this ebook? Yeah, got to text your name and email right now. Right now, guys, 704-906-2094. And then don't just stop there because you're going to get the opportunity to sign up for our energy webinar, which is happening next Saturday, August 13th, 10 a.m. You don't want to miss it. You're going to come hang out with us in the morning. We're going to give you all the information you need to know of how you can get your energy back, your energy reset that you need to take control of making all the energy your body needs so you can go and live and the life that you want. now's the time, guys. 704-906-2094. Once again, 704-906-2094. Call or text, name and email now. Hey, it's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. I'm so excited that you guys tuned in with us today. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the webinar next week, but also on our show next week yes. as we bring more health and healing for you so you become your own doctor. It's called the show that gets rid of pounds of shed of disease and weight and energy. We want everything to restore itself back to normal, and you can do that. Thanks for tuning in. You can also visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. Dr. Chris, thanks for being here. Thank you, Dr. And I'll see you next week. Have a great Until weekend. Until then. All right, bye-bye.